Hello, beauties. It is me, Kirsten. This is the It's Giving Mystical podcast. This is our June energy report, and I am so, so excited to be here with you. This is really invigorating energy. When I was recording it, I just wanted to stay here. I wanted to stay here. It's not often when I feel into energy that I just don't want to leave, but I didn't want to leave this. This is this beautiful moment where we are being encouraged and inspired by the universe to be a all-in in our lives, to be a hell yes, all-in in our lives. It's so powerful. Like You don't think about how often we're kind of making... I don't know, half-hearted, caveated choices in our life. And whether you realize it or not, for the past seven years, you have been refining your choices probably around a specific area or two in your life. But you've been making choices and it's not to judge a right choice or a wrong choice. We wanna think about choice differently. We wanna think about the power of the choice being all that matters. I make a choice and I'm present with that choice and it reveals so much to me. Today, we're gonna be looking at all of this through the lens of the tarot. So the two cards that rule the energy of June 2023 are the lovers and the death card. Listen, man, sex and death. Does it get more compelling, more intriguing than that? Not in my book. (laughs) So we're going to talk today about what that means and how these two energies show up in the tarot, what they mean, what they reveal, and when they're nested together, what they offer. It's a very powerful, embodied, grounded stance of, I'm choosing to be all in in my life. I'm choosing to be all in. It's just an incredibly beautiful invitation. I loved doing this podcast. This was a really fun one for me to explore. Challenging, but really fun for me to explore and sit with and kind of soak in these past couple of days. I hope that I offer you something that is helpful. I'm just excited to share this with you. So enjoy it. Enjoy every minute of it. And I'm just anchoring down on the grid for all of us that we have the strength and presence to be all in in our lives. What a beautiful what a beautiful departure point from this moment in our own lives, in the in our communities, in the collective, to face the future with this sense of, I am all in, I am here. I am making a choice that is clear and intentional and deeply empowered. It feels amazing. So I'm holding that vision for all of us that we have the space and ability to do so in whatever we're being called forward into. Much love at you. Enjoy every drop of goodness you find in the following podcast. And I'm so with you. I'm so with you. I am all in, baby. I am all in. Yee! Hello lovers, welcome to June. Welcome to the June energy report on It's Giving Mystical. It's me, Kirsten. I am here with you today and I can't wait to dive into the energy I'm feeling around this month. It is profoundly powerful energy, molto forte. It just feels so strong and so grounded and so decisive, which is so interesting because Gemini season June, they have this reputation for being soft, right? Gemini all over the place and of two minds and experimentation and flirtation and June, the beginning of the summer where we are and just this feeling of possibility and hot girl summer and what's gonna happen and romance, the end of school, like there's just all these good giggly vibes to it. But the energy this month is a little bit different. It's a slightly different take on that. We have the sixth energy of June, which in tarot six is beautiful, beautiful positive energy, 
aligned with Venus, this energy of beauty and harmony and art and togetherness. Like it feels good to be alive and it feels good to be in community. That is the energy of six. The lover's card in the major arcana is such an interesting place. It's actually hard for me to talk about the lover's card because there's so many ways in and so many aspects that matter about the energy. It is just a really, really rich place for exploration, a really rich place for feeling and somatic work. There's so much going on. And partially there's so much going on because in the tarot, number six is the beginning of the other. It's when the other drops into the picture. The first six cards before this, so starting at zero with the fool, the magician, the high priestess, the empress, the emperor, the hierophant, all of those cards are dealing with our relationship to life. Like what are the energies and feelings and components of the lived experience and the lovers is the first time that the other gets placed in the scene that can't be understated right that can sound like oh the other great relationships but no like take a step back what would your life be without the other who are you without the other how do you define yourself in absence of the other if we truly lived in a vacuum without connection without relationship we wouldn't be here <laughs> we wouldn't be here a huge part of the journey in our humaning and our earthly manifestation is the other and part of what's happening if you imagine that we all come from source energy we all come from love is that we choose to incarnate as a singular being and we choose to forget that we are more than that and that's the game that's the whole that's the whole game the lover's card in traditional decks is actually called the choice and so much like think about what that says the choice there's so much in here about just the nature of duality right just the nature of me and you and black and white and good and bad self and other they say that it's called it was called the choice because in the old trajectories of the narrative of the human experience that was the major arcana. They said the only thing that could launch you from your childhood was your sexual desire. The only thing that could interest you enough and drive you enough and motivate you and excite you enough was your sexual impulse, was your desire to get close to the other. That fundamental drive to feel someone close, to see and be seen, to feel the physicality of another human being. Sex obviously gets dropped into this. Sex as a rehearsal. So like sex is a rehearsal for the ultimate union. Whether we're conscious of it or not, there's some part of us that aches for returning to source, that aches for all-encompassing, re-enveloping back into source energy, back into the cosmic soup of love that is source energy. I had an incredible dream many, many years ago where I hugged Jesus. He was so hot. I hugged Jesus and I felt this like feeling of a love that was undescribable and incomprehensible. And the thing I loved most in this world, the things I, my children, like the things that were most important to me, that most filled my body with love were like the palest comparison. We're like a shadow of a shadow of a shadow of this all-encompassing feeling of I have returned, I have returned. We're practicing that in sex. It is this primal movement of our willpower, our self, our center up into the heart space. It's a that primordial movement of the ascension of that energy from 
our solar plexus to our heart space. It is the rehearsal of returning to source as I return to connection in another human being. They call in French, right, la petite mort, that little death. It's this practice, this rehearsal, which is going to be even more interesting in June, just that concept, I bring that up, because the other energy, the other card working with in June is death because seven and six together is 13. Unlucky, lucky, you tell me what you think. But the number 13 in the tarot is the death card. You layer lovers and death together and it becomes an invitation from the universe to be all in. What do I mean by that? Why do I say that? The lover's card, if we were doing a reading, right? We were pulling cards and we looked at the lover's card. While the lover's card feels really sexy and very like Adam and Eve and we're in the Garden of Eden and like it feels good and let's connect and let's be bad together. The energy is much bigger than that. And when your lover's card comes up, the question is less so about relationships, although that can be part of it, and more about what are the choices you are making? What is the choice you are making that brings you closer to yourself often through the other, often through the experience of what you are not. We can get caught up in the idea of the choice, like there's a good choice or a bad choice, but the choice is the thing. When the lovers comes up, it's not about choosing right or wrong, choosing good or bad, choosing self or other. It's about making a choice and committing to it. My mom used to always say that. I I think that she said it. I attribute it to her (laughs) and I say it to my own kids all the time. It's just choice by choice. You live a life choice by choice. You live a life, big moments, small moments, in what you choose to do. Because what you choose to do reveals what you value. There's nothing more revealing when you look at another human being than the choices they have made and the choices they continue to make. And we can get caught up in this idea of right choice, wrong choice, but that's not the point. The point is I choose. And from that place, I look and I feel and I see and I experiment and I encounter. And then that helped me refine who I am, refine my values, refine the picture in my head of who I am and how I want to live. I refine that by the choices I make and then I recalibrate. Okay, so I've learned from this choice, this feeling. I want to choose more of that. I want to choose away from that. And the lover's card, the choice card, this idea that the only thing that can launch us from our comfort, the analogy is childhood here, that can launch us from our comfort is our desire, that sexual impulse, but beyond like, you know, getting turned on, like the sexual impulse of being turned on by life, moving in the direction of what lights us up and sets us free and turns us on. So you move in that direction. And if you read about the lover's card, especially Rachel Pollack, she talks about this really beautifully in a a lot of her different books. We get so caught up in making the right choice, but she's like, it doesn't matter. You are here to make the wrong choice. Part of what you're doing is making the wrong choice. And I put that on Instagram, that beautiful quote, I think by Aeneas Nin, make choices. You will make the wrong one and that is right too so this idea of the lovers when it comes up is just a reminder it's not about choosing right or wrong it's about committing to your choice and finding yourself fully there when you begin to investigate this idea of choice you realize how many choices we make are unconscious how many choices we make can become habitual kind of lazy and i don't mean that in a bad way i actually love lazy But just kind of lazy in that we just kind of slip into the next thing. We kind of slip into the choices. And that's where this idea of intentionality gets talked about a lot in self-development, self-realization. And yes, intentionality, but intentionality as presence. So intentionality of like, I'm clear that I'm making this choice and here I am. 
and what do I know now? What do I see differently now? What occurs to me now? And how much of this is in alignment? So again, you layer the death card on this. The death card is, people are terrified of this card for 13 for the word death, and don't be, <laughs> because death is our constant companion in life. The fact that we were, are living at all is because we are not dead. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds so crazy. But like you run up against the edge of death, that's how you know you're alive. I'm not there, I'm here. There probably are no more impactful, inspiring movers in our life than sexual impulse and the presence of death. These two things, how comfortable we are sitting with these two spaces, how aware we are of these two realities, kind of says everything and defines everything about the life we create. I will not go off into a tangent around this, but I'm very interested right now in the way in which American culture, American politics in particular, is squishing down on people's bodies. So the things that are happening to transgender youth, the things that are happening to gay rights, the things that are happening in women's legislation around women's bodies, there's like this squishing down on the sexual beings, on the people that admit that sex is a thing. And there's some beautiful activists who speak about this. I'm going to put the name of someone I've been listening to a lot because I think they speak really beautifully about this. That so much of this pressure is is like push down on the collective shame we have around our sexuality. What if we weren't ashamed? What if we held our sexuality as something beautiful and primal and real? Things don't go away. Our fear of death, our fear or shame or confusion or impulses around sexuality, we can push them down. We can suppress them, put them into shadow, push them away, separate ourselves from them, compartmentalize ourselves from them. They don't go away. There's so much potent energy in that. And then I want you to imagine that you layer on top of that all of the repressive energy, all of the energy pretending that they don't exist, that's another huge layer of energy. So now you have these, this huge like repository of energy sitting closeted away, shoved away. That's a ton of energy, right? That's all this primal sexual impulse, huge, wrapped around all the energy it takes to pretend that's not true or pretend that doesn't exist, huge. And then zoom out and look at all of humanity and all of the ways we're doing that particularly like that patriarchal energy of pretend you don't have a body <laughs> on whatever dimension, whoever you are in that culture, there's some messaging around pretend you don't have a body, pretend you don't have desires, pretend you don't want and long and crave that connection. So you zoom out and it's like all of that energy we have kind of boxed up in this this game we're playing where we pretend it doesn't matter. It's it's, I mean, I have to laugh at it because it's so ludicrous. And in similar ways, we do the same thing with death. We are not guaranteed your next breath. You are not guaranteed tomorrow. You are not guaranteed 100 years on this earth healthy and well. Are you living with the gratitude and appreciation for what you have right now? Are you aware of how close we ride with death our whole lives? Another huge amount of energy pretending that that's not true or ignoring the 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 reality of that. If you've ever been sick, right? Or you've ever watched someone you love be sick. The gratitude on the other side of that when you come through with health or when you can feel someone else's suffering and feel in your own body that you're not undergoing that. The gratitude that comes is, damn, I am so lucky to be alive. I am so lucky for this breath. I am so lucky for this moment. That's huge. If you could live more of your breaths in that feeling state and that stance and that awareness 
life would feel very different and the idea that there is wasted time would fall away again like when i say that the energy of june is multi forte i'm probably saying that wrong <laughs> but it feels really good that's what i mean there's this incredibly strong awareness around these kind of primal impulses of what it means to damn you're lucky to be alive right now i don't care where you are how you are if you are listening to me if we are sharing podcast airtime together there is some spaciousness and ease in your life and how much are you aware of that how much are you living in that the lover's card and the death card overlaying each other is this beautiful beautiful moment it's this beautiful moment where the two energies that are most alive are choose and then the universal support around that everything you don't choose i will pull away that's where the death energy comes in, this transformative energy. And I started, I touched on it before and I got called off into it wherever I go. But the death energy of the tarot is this energy of transformation. And I say that it's not just about kind of the final death, the way that sex is not about the final union. It is a rehearsal for. So the death card is this, how much are you willing to be with the fact that life is change, that our existence is one of perpetual, perpetual, constant change. How comfortable are you with that? How in flow with that are you? And, you know, transformations are happening all of the time. But what I'll call to our attention here is that the last seven years, so again, you want to think about the tarot as these these cycles that you're living. And the major arcana cycle, that zero through 21, is pretty much like a, a complete cycle. We would say it's a, a total cycle in the tarot. Seven years ago, we entered that full energy. So wherever you were seven years ago, in many ways, you have been preparing for the choice that shows up in June 2023. Again, that's powerful, powerful stuff. This arrival, this place that you have been making choices and making adjustments and learning about who you are and what you want through those choices for these past seven years. And you kind of arrive at this moment. And the reason this moment is so powerful and so beautiful is because this moment is saying to you, choose your lane and choose your lane with clarity and appreciation and enthusiasm for all that you've learned and all that you are and all that you hope to be and the death energy surrounding that is just this incredible universal source support of we see you we see what you have walked through what you have chosen through these past seven years and anything that is not going to serve you we will pull away transformation can sound we can kind of make it sound sexy right we can be like you're the butterfly emerging from the cocoon but the moment of death is not the moment of liberation the moment of death is the moment before liberation so the moment of death is that caterpillar going into the cocoon and turning to mush. That's freaking scary, dude. That takes so much presence and surrender and faith in the fact that this is not all there is and I am gonna trust the universe as it pulls away everything that I've known. And that might be happening on a minor level in your life or it might be happening on a much more dramatic level in your life. It might be happening in a way you can recognize outside of you for your community, for the collective, and it might be happening in really dramatic ways. It's all good, it's all right. I really want you to think about these last seven years and track backwards and say, what has, where, where it's like the, the lane, what's the, um, 
the zigzag, the maze that I've walked through? What is the choice I've kind of been refining and making over and over again to get to this place of real strength? And the death card in this situation just feels like such a such a yes from the universe. Like, you did it, dude. You have arrived. Oh, I just thought of like Harry Potter when, um, oh, I hate when Cedric Diggory is that his name when he dies. That's the worst. But when he gets to the, the cup, right? It's like he made it to the cup. It's that moment. I guess it's appropriate. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Cedric. But when he dies away, it changes everything. The world is not the same after that. And in those books, those movies, like the world's not the same. It's similar here. The world is not the same. That's good. Like that's kind of on some level, whether you realize it or not, what you've been praying for, what you've been choosing towards. You've been choosing in some situations, you might be like, I did a good job. In some places, you might be like, oh, what was I thinking? But either way, you're learning about who you are and refining your values through the choices you make. So here you are, June 2023. The energy around us, when I pull supporting cards around this, it's just like Phoenix energy all the way. It is death, detachment, completion, finality, persona. It is letting go rising up it's death i got 17 different cards around death like this is a letting go but there's also the energy of elk and the energy of the hunter and the energy of the knight of swords and those energies are like fuck yeah i am all in like fuck yeah i am all in so while it might be frightening what also frightening because like what what does that mean <laughs> what are you saying kirsten what i'll say to you is it's like it feels like this mighty oak tree like with these deep deep wide roots that stands at the crossroads or like an ent in lord of the rings right like stands at the crossroads and says feel me feel me like feel who i am at the end of this seven years at this midpoint on the cycle because we are in it's a whole other conversation but we're at this midpoint in this very important cycle in the major arcana feel me like feel the strength of who i am feel the clarity of what i have walked through feel the way that i have dropped anything that is not coming with me in this next place is not crossing the gateway with me the strength and the groundedness it has a kind of a buffalo quality to it of feeling the earth beneath me and feeling the sky above me and standing firm in that so it's just really cool energy and when i say multi i'm saying it around for the third time when i say multi multi forte it's like it's like strength on strength like much strength on much strength on much strength and at the same time we're in this changeable mutable moment so what could that mean and i i draw back to what the card we pulled maybe it was two weeks ago now the three of pentacles i would also track back into that point in may when you had this kind of awakening around a new felt experience of what is possible in the world. I was speaking to a teacher yesterday and we were feeling into this transition I'm in personally in my own life. And he was like, it's foggy, it's mysterious for a reason, but it feels really, really good because I'm, I'm really excited for you, it feels amazing. And I, it's exactly the way I felt. And so what I offer you is without knowing exactly what's ahead of you, knowing that you know enough to choose the path. And then the last thing I'll say about this is the request, the invitation, the opportunity, the medicine here is, are you ready to be all in? Can you make this choice all in? Can you trust yourself? Can you trust this moment? Can you trust the work you've done to arrive here and say, I am all in? And what that requires is two things. It requires this sense of what I said before about kind of lazy choices. Lazy choices meaning choices that are leaky, choices you make because 
someone else might want that or because it's easier than saying what you really want just kind of check that it comes back to the april energy of what is mine just kind of check in with your energy track what we've done together these past couple months like you've pulled back your energy to what is my domain so do that again just kind of check back in am i anywhere leaky have i come back and then in may so much did get turned around and your job was to kind of let it let these last these last conclusive healing points or transitions or alchemies work their way through your system without you being the active party it's just like letting it you can kind of feel like just letting it go letting it go letting it go i'm going to stay with what i am clearly in devotion to i'm going to stay with what is sacred to me and i'm going to nurture that so now you arrive at this crossroads that is june and you know like you know what is next and i would say that again if you're listening to me you know what that means you know what this means and so you stand here in this place of deep strength like really consolidated strong power and you say i want to be all in you have to be aware of the lazy choices and stop making them I know it sounds very firm and unlike me to say that, but like, stop, (laughs) stop doing it. Have a lot of compassion around that. So that's not like a stop, like bad girl. It's like, I'm thinking of like a breakfast choice. Try to eat healthy, try to eat protein, right? Try to get our, my lemon water in the morning. And then there are days when I want to just roll into my oat milk cappuccino and I want to roll into a delicious ham and cheese croissant from Le Petit Chef. That's not a lazy choice. That is me feeling into what my body wants and the pleasure around that and fucking living my life, feeling good in this moment, finding the joy and the pleasure of delicious, delicious food. That's not a lazy choice. A lazy choice might be rushing through and then eating something that doesn't even taste that good and it's not that good for me, right? I know better. My days should be paced better so that I can take exquisite care of myself. So it's not like lazy in a bad way it's like I don't, I don't want to do that anymore i want to be really intentional and peaceful and nurturing to my body and all the dimension that's just like a silly example but you hear me like you hear me in terms of like stop making lazy choices consolidate your energy and be clear in exactly who you are and how you want to be and then the other important part is no more back doors we make choices but we make choices with all these like caveats and all these contingency plans in our back in our the back of our head i'm all in and if it doesn't work out i got all these other plans don't do that either that's kind of what the invitation of june is what would it feel like to be so grounded and present and filled with with self-belief self-faith self-love that as you turn to this next chapter and you allow death to kind of transform and work through anything that needs to be left behind and you turn and face it and you are so excited about it so there for it that you don't need any back doors. You don't need any contingency plans. You don't need any escape hatches. I want this life so clearly and so fully that I don't need to pretend otherwise. I don't need to, yeah, like I don't need a plan B because I trust myself, like I said a few minutes ago, that the choice I make is just the choice I make. And it's not a good choice and it's not a bad choice. It's just the choice. How present am I in the choice? And then from that place, How present am I with what that choice reveals to me? Reveals to me about my own heart and life. Reveals to me about the people I surround myself with. Reveals to me about my community. Reveals to me about my place in the world. Reveals to me about the kind of person I want to be. Like you just see how this like choice like echoes out in these layers. And there's so much to investigate in every choice. Okay, cool. 
and then I choose again. It's a really beautiful choose your own adventure. But whatever you choose, choose it fully, choose it clearly. That is the invitation this month. It's really interesting and it feels really good and it feels a little intimidating, but it also feels like, hell yes, hell yes, I am all in. What a brilliant thing to say to yourself, for your higher self to send that through of, I believe in you and I trust you and I love you and let's do this. It's a, it's a, incredibly powerful song to sing to the universe. It's a profoundly powerful place to be. I love this energy. June 2023, the lover's card, the death card, the universe is saying to you that you deserve to love your life so completely. You deserve to feel so empowered in who you are and how you are and the world you are creating. And the opportunity is to truly consolidate and become the fullness of who you are revealed through the choices you make. I just can't emphasize enough how powerful this feels, how inspiring this feels, how truly pivotal this feels. It's an incredible thing to say yes to the totality of who you are in this moment, to choose with your full heart, your full presence, your full body, your full presence and intentionality, whatever you are choosing. It will also have profound implications for who shows up to choose with you. It will have profound implications for who shows up to choose with you. This is kind of ride or die. Ride or die for yourself. Ride or die for the people that you find standing next to you. And it's just uplifting, man. It just feels super inspiring. I think there's so many reasons right now where we can look around and be like, what the fuck? And the energy of June 2023 is it all breaks down for a reason. There's a mushy caterpillar state for a reason. And maybe that's just where we are collectively. And maybe the full-on leap into that is what we need to do. Collectively, I feel that. And individually, what that feels like is, damn, I've been making choices for a long time. I've been living my life for how many years? And these past seven years, I've really learned a lot. I've learned a lot. I know so much better what I want to be and how I want to choose. It's cool, man. I would love to hear more from you guys about what this is like. I am just holding this anchor and this vision in the collective grid that you are so trustable. Your choices are so right on. Choose what you love. Choose what you love. That beautiful Rumi quote, this is a subtle truth, whatever you love, you are. So choose accordingly. I am holding it down in the collective that you have the ability, the space, the presence to be all in, baby. Be all in. You deserve it. You deserve a life where you are all in. Mmm, I love it. It feels really good. I kind of want to just like sit here and stay here with you in this energy. Closing your eyes and getting clear about where you are already all in, allowing that possibility to expand. I will pull a card for every sign. Stay tuned. I'll be back in uno momento. Ciao. Let's take all of that goodness and power and and take it to the individual signs. I pulled a card for each sign. You can use it for your sun, your moon, your rising, your Venus. You can cross listen, whatever you're called to do. You can also just listen to all of the messages. I deeply believe what you need to hear will come through to you. Let's start where we are with Gemini. 
Okay, Gemini, I don't, was it, did you have this last month? Someone had the Five of Cups last month. Difficult energy. Fives are a challenge and freedom and conflict and liberation. The Five of Cups is the card of grief. It's difficult. The two things to keep in mind are that grief takes the time it takes. Grief takes the time it takes. There is no clock or calendar or eight miles till exit. It's just you're in it as long as you're in it and it can be so frustrating and it changes shape. It's one of the things about grief that's so beautiful is it dismantles you, it dismantles you and you are left with your tender heart, especially if you're sitting with it, if you're staying with it. Recognize that whatever you're grieving, whatever transition is happening in your life, it takes the time it takes and it will not last forever. That's like the second key point. It does constantly change shape and eventually soften into wisdom and into humility and into presence and gratitude. The Five of Cups always marks there's three cups spilled and there's two cups standing behind the figure and so when you're ready which I imagine you'll be ready sooner than you think this is your solar return your new year allow any last lingering feelings of grief or sadness or loss or ending to be with you to soften around it and be with it and I promise you when the time is right you will turn and you will see the two of cups, the possibility left, the life still to live. Two of cups is the card of union and connection and sharing your love. It is the minor arcana version of the lovers. Know that in equal measure, the grief you are feeling will turn to new life and new love and new vitality. And my heart's with you because it's a hard, it's a hard energy to be with. Cancer, three of pentacles. That's the card we pulled for us last week. It just says to me that your manifestation is on point and that whatever your hands are working on, it matters. You're building something really beautiful. And not only that, but the universe is building with you an example of just how powerful your heart's desire is, how powerful your manifesting will and desire is. The Three of Pentacles is a card of collaboration. It is a card of letting people do what they're good at. We don't need to do all the jobs. We all come here with talents and skills and purpose and gifts. Sometimes the most beautiful thing you can do is let the people around you shine. Let them share their gifts so that you can share yours. And we come together beautifully. We are a beautiful puzzle that fits together just right, especially when we find the right people to collaborate with. Cancer, be open to collaboration. Be open to doing your thing to the best of your ability and knowing that other people are going to do their thing and that that's where the magic comes in. You don't need to do all the things. That seems to be a message that really wants to come through. Like stay in your lane in the best possible way. Stay in your lane in terms of what do you want to do? What do you what lights you up? What makes you happy? Stay there and let people join you who can meet your edges in that place and offer you something even more beautiful together. Leo, Queen of Wands. Okay, Leo, you feel like you are in your wheelhouse. I think Venus is running through your sign for a good spell. You having Queen of Wands energy just says just tells me that you're feeling very Leo-y and you should. You should feel warm and vibrant and happy and strong and powerful. The Queen of Wands, her challenge is that she doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) So if there's any part of your life that maybe you feel like you're a little hard, a little tight around, I don't give a fuck, pay attention to that. But mostly let yourself feel warm. If it's just a matter of feeling good and confident in your skin, do that, be that. 
Be the light and the sun and the strength that the world needs right now. I like you fully owning your beautiful sunshine. And I also like you kind of keeping in check any place that that feels hard or tight. You might want to figure out what would happen if I softened around that. I would still be my bright, beautiful lioness self, but maybe I would have a little more company on the on the drive. Virgo. Virgo, the high priestess. Oh, your energy just washed over me, Virgo. You feel very quiet this month and very, very in tune with your intuition, with spirit, with source. Your oracle is very very active right now and it feels beautiful and calm and quiet i feel this very strong desire to protect your space and a very strong desire to build a temple around you and really make sure that you're protected this feels very important and very vulnerable and very subtle and so these messages might be coming in a way that you just need a little bit of quiet to hear it you need space people who love you are going to want to protect that let them let yourself be be the one who is protected right now so that you can kind of be quiet and listen to what's happening. Beautiful energy, but I, there's a part of me that just feels fiercely protective of you. So if you need a little extra holding or protection, please ask for it. The world, your people that love you will naturally be called to want to do that. Libra, Wheel of Fortune. Okay, Libra, changing, changing circumstance, karma, the wheel is always turning in your favor. Let it. Let the wheel turn in June. If we're... Oh, that's interesting. That can be... It's going to be a little bit tricky with what I was saying, like being all in. Except that there are going to be places where you are crystal clear. Stay on path there. Where you are not crystal clear, when you cannot commit to being all in, let go. And let God, let the wheel, let the world meet you you don't need to decide everything you don't need to be fully committed to things you can't quite imagine yet but you still have the opportunity to be all in in some very specific lane and I imagine as you hear me saying this you know exactly what it is stay there let the other things fill in there's a lot of support for you the the death card is a lot of support in pulling away what doesn't work the wheel of fortune is a lot of support in refilling in like refilling in the lines where they've gotten washed away by the death card scorpio ace of cups you little lover fall in love this month that feels really nice i'll take that scorpio mm -hmm. yeah the ace of cups is an abundance of love like my cup runneth over aces are always a gift from source from god from love from the universe and they're precious they're just the beginning they're just the seedling and the Ace of Cups is your heart expands and opens and surrenders in a new way. And it, that feels really, really good. And we often associate that with a person or falling in love with a place or a person or a thing or anything or your work or a million other things. But the beautiful idea is that your heart has taken a bigger shape than it's ever known before. And that feels amazing. So oh, that feels so good. Just open your heart to this. Open your heart to the world loving you and allowing you new opportunities to fall in love mm, that feels good keep me posted i'll let you guys know what happens i want to fall in love this month and then sagittarius king of swords sagittarius king of swords traditionally brings clarity and precision and compassion something about the way it's showing up in your space sagittarius is saying to me that you might need more of the compassion dynamic around that are you 
being too harsh with yourself. I don't know why that's coming through, but that's what's coming through. The king of the queen of swords is very harsh. Black and white. There's one way. There's right, wrong, good, bad, black, white. The king softens that stance. His sword kind of tilts to the right, where he says, like, you know what? It is black and white, and it is also the human experience, and none of that is clear cut, and every case is different. The king of swords usually brings with him a big dose of compassion and a wisdom around the fact that life is just not always easy and it's not always easy to say what's right and what's wrong but something about this energy with your fire energy feels like you might be a little sharp a little hot with how you're speaking specifically to yourself but maybe it's out there in the world too so just bring an extra dose of that compassion you are where you are for a reason we arrive where we are for a reason we make the choices we make for a reason and they're not wrong they're just choices that we learn from and refine our sense of what we want from so if you want to make a different choice make a different choice but don't punish yourself for things possibly being challenging right now be nice to yourself warm warm yourself up with that beautiful fire don't kind of cut yourself with those sharp words. Capricorn, four of cups. Okay, Capricorn. So four of cups is kind of aligned with what we were saying earlier this month with, or actually in May, with sometimes we are so focused on what we want, so focused on what we've known to equate to happiness and fulfillment that we don't notice the new way being offered to us. Four of Cups is an invitation to slow down, to meditate, to get quiet, but to keep your eyes open to new possibility, to stay curious. The Four of Cups is the hand of God or source or spirit handing you more emotional balance and that usually manifests itself as a new idea around what satisfies you. It actually aligns really well with what we're saying about the lover's energy and about being all in. It allows you to, maybe you're straddling two choices because you're not, you can't, you don't really want to fully commit to either one. And the four of cups showing up is like, there's actually a way for this to be maneuvered or rearranged where you're going to be like, oh my God, that small little click of the dial and now I am 100% all in. That seems like a real possibility for you this month, Capricorn. So keep your eyes open to that. Aquarius, Ace of Pentacles. Okay, Aquarius, also with Ace, beautiful gift from the source, from divine, from love. The Ace of Pentacles is very precious and it is like literally being handed a seed to a magnificent, that will bloom into a magnificent garden. So Aquarius, wherever you are, notice the seeds, like notice what's being planted. And I would say to you, this idea of all in might feel a little more new or premature than it is to other energies to the other energies of the zodiac and that's okay i'm going to say this again god hands you the seed and it can result in a magnificent garden so do you trust that and can you be all in and can you feel the place where your energy is actually required and asked for and where where the universe is kind of like applauding you that's the feeling i get like you know it like i know it's just a little tiny dribble of a path but it's going to open up into a wide beautiful golden yellow brick road do you trust us do you trust us there's a little bit of playfulness from the universe on this enjoy that pisces the emperor pisces that's so good for you that emperor energy is so good for you i hope that what this is offering you is real strength and clarity and 
fierceness around what you want and who you are and where you're going the emperor energy is just like a beautiful container for your pisces piscean magic that feels really good the the challenge here is don't let people tell you what to do this month don't let people tell you what to do this month pisces you know best you are the emperor of your domain no one else knows what you need as well as you do so trust yourself. Be aware of people being like, I'll tell you what to do. And you'd be like, shh, 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 I don't need that right now, but thanks so much. Aries, the sun. The sun is beautiful. You just are, look lit up. It's Life feels good. This path, this idea of choosing all in, feels really effortless. Maybe it's just that Aries energy of like, of course it's going to be okay. I know exactly what I'm doing. That feels at full tilt in the most positive, beautiful way. Enjoy June, Aries. It feels really, really good. There's This new path opening for you is just going to feel right on so congratulations and enjoy that and then Taurus three of cups lovely three of cups is celebration and harvest and accomplishment there's going to be much to celebrate this month for you and again like relating it back to what we're all facing in June you're not going to walk alone on this path you're going to really feel the sense that you have found your people and your tribe that's really nice energy so Taurus same thing just enjoy it Aries and Taurus, you guys are coming up, Pisces, Aries and Taurus, but especially Aries and Taurus, you guys are coming up at the end of this cycle. You really deserve this happiness. I know it might have been hard in the past, but if it's not now, lean into that. Imagine that what if it's just okay right now? Both of you need to really believe that. Aries is going to come a little easier to you. Taurus, just stay with it. Stay with it. There's people around you who really support the path you're on, and you are going to make beautiful things together. That all-in feels particularly all into the to relationships, all into the path. Like it feels really present with you in a in a really positive way. Awesome, you guys. I love you all. I'm really grateful for the time we spend together. Take good care of yourself. Really rest these last few days of May if you're hearing this. Know that this idea of finding the path and being all in is not a particularly active. It's just a strongly grounded feeling. You got this. We have this. This is going to open up a really, I think, the beginning of a pretty significant new cycle for all of us. And I'm excited to hear what that's like for you. And I'm excited to be with you in it. Just sending all my love for all of us to understand just how precious our energy is and to move it in the direction that fulfills us. Everyone deserves that. Take such good care. It's giving everything is sacred. It's giving art. It's giving light you up and turn you on and set you free. It's giving curiosity. It's giving freedom. It's giving love. It's giving you are more magical and powerful than you can comprehend. It's giving, I don't know what's happening, but I am so here for it. It's giving you are pure potential. It's giving mystical. <laughs>